0: Welcome to Salt Shaker 513 podcast where you will find devotions on a variety of topics along with teachings of biblical subjects to stir your spirit, encourage your spiritual growth, and infill fill you with the word of God. Wherever you are, sit back and receive what God has for you in this message. Yes, keys to victory this week, and as Christians, we're called to live victorious lives. Now, just because you're called to live a victorious life doesn't mean there's not going to be some type of opposition that you're going to face, um, but the good news is, in the end, we win, but we're going to give you some, this week, we're going to be giving you keys to your victory um, and keys to living a victorious life in Christ, all right? Living a victorious life outside of Christ, um, people may do it. I don't think that it's really possible, but um, yeah, I don't think it's possible to live a victorious life outside of Christ. Amen. So my key, the key that I'm going to give to you, the key that I found in my Christian life and my walk with the Lord, the biggest key that I found personally for me is obedience. Obedience is key. When dealing with the things of the Lord. Um My base scripture to this morning is going to be Deuteronomy 28. And this is because it's, anyway, this is what Deuteronomy 28 says. In the KJV, it says, And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, and to observe and do his commandments, which I command thee this day, that thou... Thou, thy God, will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings will come upon thee and overtake thee, if thou hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. God is very, if then, conditioned. Like, if you do this, this will happen. God says here in the Bible, in the word of God, the pure unadulterated word of God, it says... If you obey this commandment that I'm commanding, if you do what I'm telling you to do today, this will unlock this blessing for you. If you obey, this will happen to you. But if you read a little bit later on, it says, if you don't obey, this is what's going to happen. So obedience brings blessing. Rebellion brings a curse. The Bible says, choose ye this day who you will serve. God doesn't make you choose. He gives you the option to obey. You have the choice. It's up to you to completely obey or not. It's up to you. You choose. But just know when you obey the voice of the Lord, a blessing is going to come behind it. It doesn't mean that it's going to be an immediate blessing. Actually, in the beginning of you obeying God, it may look crazy. It may look like it's going to fail. It may look like you're going to, you're not going to succeed. It may look like your enemies are going to overtake you. Look at the Bible in the book of Psalms. David writes so many times. Oh, God, how, how many are those who Surrounded me, and it looks like my enemies are going to overtake me, but I trust you. See, it may look crazy in the natural. It may look crazy like God, my enemies are going to overtake me, but if you obey what He says, the blessing will follow. It may not, again, it may not be an immediate blessing, but it is the key. Obedience is key to you unlocking your blessing. I want to take you to. OK, so what do we obey? First thing we obey is the word of God. This book right here. It's not my favorite Bible. I don't like the cover. But anyway, I like the words and how it was written, but it, the cover's is ugly. Um, <laughs> so this is the word of God, though. It is inspired, divinely inspired. Second Timothy says, all scripture is given the inspiration of God. This is the word of God. This is the known will of God. The first thing to obey God is you got to obey this book, not just the parts that you feel like obeying, the whole thing. Not just the parts that are convenient, the whole thing. I always, man, I remember I was driving down the road one day and I saw, I love, I live in the South and in the South, um, one of my favorite things is that they are huge oak trees. And one day I was driving down the road and I saw this beautiful oak tree, but it had a huge section of that oak tree cut out. So that a power line could go down the road, so they cut this huge oak tree, a piece of this beautiful huge oak tree tree out, so that a power line could go through. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, "That's what people do in their Christian walk. They try to cut my word and fit it to fit their lives instead of my word, their lives fitting to my word." And I was like, "Amen, Lord. I'm sorry, but that's what it is. We can't." Cut out pieces of the Bible to fit our lives, we can't cut out pieces of the word to to fit our lifestyle. That's not the way that this works. It says obey my word and all that it says. so you first thing, you must obey this word. first thing that you must obey is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Without this, everything else is irrelevant if you you can do everything else in this book, but if you don't say confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth and believe that God has raised him from the dead in your heart, everything else is pointless because at the end of the day, when you breathe out your last breath, you're not going to, to meet Jesus in heaven. You're going to bust hell wide open. And that's it's not God's will that any should perish. But while you have breath in your body, if you do not confess the Lord Jesus, you will go to hell. It is not a myth. It is a fact, my friend. So if you've never called on the name of the Lord Jesus, if you think that and, in, you know, tomorrow is promised to no man, woman, or child on this earth. Do not wait t- till tomorrow to confess Jesus when you can confess Jesus today. First thing you must obey is confess Jesus and <laughs> confess him. Believe in your heart that God is raised him for the, from the dead so that you'll be saved. Amen. So, this book is the known will of God. I didn't mean to go, but that's so, it burns in my heart, man. Um... The second thing that James says, you must not just be a hearer of the word. Don't just go to church on Sunday, get your ear tickled, and then go home and never let the word change you. Never actually do what the preacher says. Never actually do what, don't be a person that never does what the word says. You must be a doer, not a hearer only. If you just hear the word only, it's pointless. You must obey and do it. Do the word also. So my example of doing the known will of God, the word of God, is the wedding feast of Cana of Galilee, right? If you turn to your Bibles to John chapter 2, I'm going to read this really quickly. This is what it says in John chapter 2, verse 1 through 12. It says, and on the third day was the marriage of Cana of Galilee. The mother of Jesus was there, and both Jesus Jesus and his disciples were called to marriage. And then they... Wanted wine, the mother of Jesus said unto them, We have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what have I to do with thee? Mine hour is not come. His mother said unto his servants, Whatever he saith to you, do it. I'm going to say to you today, whatever God's telling you to do, no matter how crazy it is, no matter what everybody else has to say about it, do it. Because look what happens. Obedience brings the blessing. Watch what happens as a result of them doing what the word says, right? All right, so it says there were six pot, and, the, uh, and there were six water pots on of stone after the manner of the purifying of the Jews containing two or three firkins apiece. And Jesus said unto them, fill the water, water pots with water and they filled them up to the brim. And he said unto them, draw out now and bear to the governor of the feast. And they and they bear it. And the ruler of the feast tasted the water. That was made wine, and he knew not whence it was, but the services who drew the water do. And the governor, governor of the feast called the bridegroom, and he saith unto them, Every man hath at the beginning set forth good wine, and the men have well drunk that which is worse. When they have well drunk, they gave put out with that which is worse. But thou hast kept the good wine till now. So you see what happened there? It looked crazy. Let's go put water In these pots. And they go give it to people like it's wine. Good morning, Q. (laughs) And let's pour it in these cups as if it's wine. That looks crazy in the natural. To the natural mind, why would you do that? But on the word of the Lord. Because they obeyed the word of the Lord. The blessing came to the whole feast. And not only was the wine there was not only was there wine in those water pots, it was the best wine that many of them have been, had ever tasted. Obedience brings the blessing. When you obey, it brings the blessing. It is your key to the victory. It is because they had no wine left at this feast where there was supposed to be a whole bunch of wine. And because they obeyed the word of the Lord, the blessing came on the whole entire feast. Amen. So you must obey. I know sometimes it looks crazy. I know. I know sometimes obeying the word of the Lord, you may have to leave people behind. You may have to leave friends behind. You may have to... um abandoned lifestyles. You may have to leave jobs. You may have to leave um, finances. You may have to give up a bunch of things that in the natural, it seems crazy. And people may look at you like you have lost your mind and it may feel like you've lost your mind, but I promise you at the end, the blessing will come upon you. Ah, oh my gosh, man. Like, and I was, as I was coming into doing this um, devotional, you know, I was chewing it over Saturday night, you know, when we heard what, what the devotional was going to be on this week. I kind of chewed on it. I was like, I think I'll do obedience. And then yesterday, I actually went to a friend of mine's house. And, um, you know, this friend had been obedient to what the Lord said. And, you know, there's a song that says, though none go with me, still I will follow and he he's been living that kind of life like not many people have followed him. People have torn him down. People have ripped him apart. People have assassinated his character. He's gotten frozen out of a lot of places. He's gotten places where he can make a huge difference. People won't even allow him to come in those places because they they have preconceived notions and ideas about him. But you know what he did? He kept obeying the word of the Lord, even though it looked crazy, even though people talked about him like a dog. He still obeyed the word of the Lord and he didn't even have his own place. Or they were staying at a place that it was a nice little place, but it wasn't theirs. And you see a man of God serving the Lord with everything that they have, but they, they haven't been blessed on that side. And then yesterday I went to the place that the Lord blessed them with. Man, it was exceedingly abundantly above all that I could have ever hoped for or wished for him. It was like as I walked around that property, I just cried because I saw how they struggled. I saw how, and i'm still I'm getting choked up a little bit because i've seen the struggle I've heard the comments i've heard what people said, but he just kept his hand to the prow and kept obeying the word of the Lord. He kept obeying what Jesus said, and at the end of his obedience, the blessing came, and it wasn't some little minor blessing. This place is gorgeous, it was gorgeous. The land was gorgeous. The lake behind the place is gorgeous. The Lord blessed them. He did it for them. But it was because of his obedience to the word of the Lord. Even though it may look crazy, I can't reiterate this enough because I know that I feel it in the Holy Ghost that there's somebody out there who is struggling, thinking that, Lord, I've obeyed and I still don't have what I've been believing for. Hold on. He did it for this man, and it took a while, but the obedience brought the blessing. If he did it for him, he will do it for you. You just hold on. Keep doing what God told you to do. Keep hanging in there. Keep being obedient, and watch what he's going to do. I'm telling you, the blessing is going to come on you. If you hang on and you keep being obedient to what God told you to do, amen? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. (laughs) O thank you Jesus. <laughs> Whew, thank you Jesus. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the second way you obey God <laughs> is um, you know, I talked about the known will, which is his word, but there's also God speaks. How many of y'all know God speaks? I know that he still speaks. Some people think that he stopped speaking years ago, but by the word, we can see that in Isaiah 6, and he said, um, I heard the voice of the Lord say to me. And then he, Isaiah was like, well, who, it said, um, who will go for us? This is when it was Isaiah encountered the word of the Lord. <laughs> then, <sighs> um, in Acts ten thirteen. When Peter had a vision, he heard the voice of the Lord. So that's New Testament. That is post-Jesus ascended into heaven. So Peter still heard the voice of the Lord. What about Paul on the road to Damascus? He heard the word. He heard the voice of God. So God is still speaking. See, people, God is still speaking, but do you have ears to hear what he's saying? The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice and they know me or I know them the voice of another, I will they will not follow. God is still speaking today. Do you have ears to hear what he is saying? How do you get ears? How do you know the word of God? Well, and I'm going to say this. Yes, God is speaking, but God will never speak a word that is contradictory to the Bible. Jesus will never, the word that you hear will never be contradictory to this book. It's never going to be contradictory to this book, but the Lord is still speaking. I think I'm going to give some examples of people who heard the word of the Lord in the Bible back in the day. So Noah, think about this. Noah heard the word of the Lord. He heard the voice of God that he obeyed. And because he obeyed, we're here today. Think about what would have happened had he not obeyed what God said, because in the natural once again, it looks crazy. Build a boat. Why would you build a boat? They've never even seen rain on the face of the earth yet. They had never seen rain. Why are you building this big old boat in the middle of the desert when it's never rained before? It looked crazy, but his obedience brought the blessing. What about Gideon? Gideon was hiding in the wine press, and an angel comes and says, Um Uh, 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 Gideon, that mighty man of valor and and all of that. Gideon had 300 men going up against this huge army, army. God told him to take a water pot and some torches and break the water pots. In the natural, it looks crazy but his obedience brought the blessing. It is your obedience to the word. Not just the known word of God but the voice of God. When you obey The blessing will come upon your life no matter how crazy it looks, no matter what anybody else has to say. Obey the voice of God. Obey the word of God and the blessing will come upon your life. That is the key that I'm going to give to you today. Obedience is the key. Amen. Well, that's what I have for (laughs) y'all. Obedience. Um, Oh, Jesus. I got caught up there for a second. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Um, oh, yeah. So this has been Salt Shaker 513. We have merchandise. If you're interested. I love this shirt. I love the shirts. My favorite piece that we have is the Tumblr, though. I use that thing every day. Mr. Ruffin, I love you, bro. <laughs> I love you, man. Um, my favorite piece of merchandise we have is the tumbler. I do use it every day. Um... There, If you would like to partner with us, again, I say it every time I get in on the devotional, but I'm a firm believer of pray, so, or go. Please pray for us as individuals and collectively. We all have individual things that we have on. We have business owners. We have um, people who are starting churches or are pastors of churches. Just pray for all of us. Um, pray for that the word of for Salt Shaker 513 will get out there. And if you haven't liked, shared, and commented, please like, share, and comment. It's about impacting the masses, but um, we need your help to do that. Amen. Um, also, if you would like to, if you can't pray, well, you can't pray. Everybody can pray. Please pray. Um, if you can't go to the places where we're going, sow, sow a seed. Um, every little bit helps. You know, and it's not just the Bible talks about sowing in good ground. This is good ground. Make sure you sow into good ground. Amen. Um, if somebody wouldn't mind putting down up there, somebody Sean put it up, Pastor Sean put it up for us, you can um, give at thesaltshaker513.com. Again, you can partner with us. We would really appreciate it. Sow into good ground, um, a ministry that's trying to do something for the people outside of the four walls of the church. Amen. Um, Again, I have been... Give some shirts away to who? <laughs> uh, uh, we, you could g- also give a cash app at, at Dollar Sign Salt Shaker five thirteen at Dollar Sign five thirteen Salt Shaker. Um, and uh, again, uh, I've been Pastor Kai. It's been the honor to bring this devotion note to y'all this morning. Um oh, we, you could give it. Zell also, the Salt Shaker five thirteen at gmail Again, I've been Pastor Kai. We love you guys. We're praying for you. We'll see you next time. Remember to tune in tomorrow to get another key to victory. Amen. God bless y'all. We believe that message spoke to you today and will continue to have a lingering effect as you carry on with your day. Come back frequently for new messages and go and check out Salt Shaker 513 on Facebook, Instagram, and saltshaker513.com. You can also partner with us and all that God is doing on our website at saltshaker513.com. We love you, and we look forward to spending some time together again soon.